Blog Talk Radio. So we have uh, 
uh, on the news, and I'm keeping my my wife and I both are keeping abreast of how things are happening, and in prayer, then indeed the hurricane will uh, mercifully mercifully uh, bypass and not be as vicious and and destructive as people have anticipated, and indeed for it to be diminished to a class one, if not non-hurricane, just just a storm, just a storm, if you will. So we must uh, always keep in mind that even though you may be out of harm's way, that I think it behooves us to, in whatever fashion, if, if it's through prayer, meditation, or just saying a good word, evoking a, a, a vibration to those people who are being challenged, because we are truly blessed when you're not really having to go through that. Absolutely. Yes. I can't imagine, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in the midst of such a crisis. Yes. Because I've never experienced being in the midst of such a crisis. Even um, with Superstorm Super Storm Sandy. Yes. We were not in the midst of it, but not too far away from us in Far Rockaway. Yeah. People were in the midst of it. They were impacted greatly. Mm-hmm. We were impacted, but not to such a high level. So there's, there's always something to be grateful for. Always, always, without any question. Um, and indeed, the word, the title of uh, Brother Eric's book, Healthy at Last, that covers quite a bit. Specifically with him, he's talking about how he had uh, been afflicted with uh, the challenge of having diabetes, and he was able to reverse it by uh, embracing a plant-based uh, uh, food diet and became a vegan. And what that tells me also is that not everyone has the wherewithal to want to contemplate and become a vegetarian or a vegan, but how much easier would it be when you're challenged, such as in a, in, in a storm, such as what we were just talking about, a hurricane, if you didn't have to depend on acquiring meat to eat, that if indeed if you was able to uh, supply your body with the needed nutrients and vitamins and minerals from just a plant-based diet, that can make a world of a difference. And what comes to my mind is that my wife, uh, she's a a superb uh, cook, and uh, I picked up a few pointers from her recently. Uh, I'm the one that, that cooks a lot in the home, and we both uh, benefit from, from each other having the capacity to cook as we are both vegetarians and uh, slash vegan. Uh, but she just recently learned how to uh, have the canned beets. Uh, uh, pickled beets. Pickled beets. Pickled beets. <laughs> And it's it's actually not difficult. It just seems difficult if you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. But uh, we've decided that we want to prepare as much whole food, plant-based meals as we can. And so one step at a time, things that I might have purchased in the past, such as pickle beets, Um, it's they're so simple to make that 
I no longer intend to purchase them. From now on, I'll be making them myself. And well, also pickles. It's so easy to just pick up a jar of pickles, right, at yes. the at the um, supermarket. But we learned today that there might be substances, um, types of preservatives and other substances that are in store-bought pickles that might not be good for you. And I'm not trying to put anybody out of business. I'm not even going to call any store names or manufacturers or anything like that. No, that's not what this is about. But it's just about, you know, us creating an awareness for ourselves that we're willing to share with others. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we have the the um, pickle beets <laughs> and the next step. We, we've been getting I, – I like the um, – I like the half-sour pickles as well. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. And so my next step will be to make my own half-sour pickles. That'd be awesome. So I'm that I won't, I won't be purchasing them anymore. And I'm that way you can that. even you can even regulate the amount of sodium and other things that you don't you know you can regulate it and make make your dishes and side dishes and snacks as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, I love Kirby's. So oh, yeah, I was just going to mention that. Yeah. You've got meats to like in them now. I know, love more. them. That's yes. one of the best snacks. I was talking about them earlier today, how they're not only are they delicious, but they're very portable. They're like these grab-and-go type snacks, like bananas. You know, you grab a banana, you grab a Kirby, those types of things, and just toss them in, in your tote and, bag and, and you go. And one other thing is for size was that they uh, are able to hydrate you. They are very hydrating. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So uh, rather than being challenged with having a container of water uh, and and other um, uh, containers or vessels to hold liquid, one can have vegetables such as cucumber and eat it. Celery is also very hydrating. Absolutely. So those are things that we're learning, and we we will be sharing this information on our show, and I must emphasize that neither my wife or I, uh, my wife is, uh, 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 she has a title of a doctor, but she's not a medical doctor. Uh, I'm a doctor of philosophical theology, so I am not qualified in any shape, form, (laughs) or fashion to recommend any type or recommend or diagnose or no, but, you know, we're, you know, again, we're sharing. Yes information that works with us. So when, when I say, oh, try cucumbers for hydration, this is just an educational type. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're both healing practitioners in the, uh, the area of Reiki. Uh, we're master Reiki practitioners as well as pranic healing. And uh, that is another show. But to, just to be on record, uh, we're not giving any medical advice in any way. And what we share is personally what works for us, and we hope that you will find some benefit from what we share. But, however, at all times, please check with a licensed medical professional, your personal doctor, et cetera, before embarking on any changes in your health routine. So Absolutely. I, I just, Even something simple as cucumbers, yes. you would think that's harmless. Yes. But recently, you know, I found out from someone Someone told me that they are allergic to vegetables and the doctor told them not to eat vegetables. Yes. So, like, who would think? Because those, you know, general consensus is eat your fruits and veggies. They're very healthy. But some people have allergies or, you know, different conditions with their metabolism, and they're not able to tolerate things that, that many of us 
would deem harmless. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, absolutely, check with your licensed medical practitioner before changing anything in your diet or exercise routine. But again, we're, you know, we're passing on information. This is educational, and the buck stops there, and we will not be liable for anything that you do with this information. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you emphasized that. Yeah, we have, we have uh, to say it. Vegetables yeah. that one person might be able to eat, but another person cannot, whether it be because of an allergy uh, situation. It could be anything. anything. And anything. We, we don't know. We don't know enough information. Yes. And even if we knew everyone's workup, their mm-hmm. medical history, we're still not licensed medical Absolutely. doctors. So we still wouldn't tell you. Even something as simple it. as drinking water. Water, yes. You know, we Absolutely. hear that people uh, have been told to drink eight glasses of water. Mm-hmm. The latest thing we learned about a year ago is that you should consider drinking half your weight in ounces. So as an example... If you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking uh, 50 ounces of water. So, but that's something that is not just hard and true. Can't be across the board. One size doesn't fit all. But we do know that indeed you have to be uh, vigilant and 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 proactive in terms of keeping your body hydrated. Yeah. Especially during the summer, but even during the winter. Well, the rationale is our bodies are comprised of approximately 72% water. Approximately. And so, you know, of course you would want to replenish the water. You would want to drink uh, purified water, anything that would contribute to the health and maintenance of your bodily system. Mm -hmm. Of course, we know our blood is comprised largely of water. So, you know, we just want to... We want to do what will be progressive. And, and one of the things that we're learning, uh, just not a, about a day ago, we were listening to, a, uh, looking at a video by Deepak Chopra, and he was talking about how the body is somewhat similar. Uh, you can replicate the function of the Mother Earth with the human body. The Earth is, has about 70 to 72% worth of uh, uh, amount of water. Uh, covering the earth. It, it has vegetation. It, it needs to be nourished. It needs to be cared for. But right now, there's a, uh, a postulation that indeed Mother Earth is reacting to the fact that it has been neglected. You know, it has a pulse. It has a heart. It has sensitivity. So our body, likewise, has that similar uh, sensitivity. Indeed, our pulse is uh, uh, verified by us having a heart. And we have lungs. We're now learning that indeed how important it is to have healthy, a healthy liver. Absolutely. Al- along with the heart. Absolutely. All your organs, and in this case, such as uh, the book, the title, Healthy and Last, uh, Brother Eric, uh, he was suffering from diabetes, and the pancreas is the, uh, the organ in the body that regulates the the uh, uh, the functioning of, of or should I say the distribution of insulin throughout the body, and many of us are not even aware of this. You know, we we randomly uh, because of the conditioning go to fast food uh, uh, food uh, merchants and, and and venues, and because of convenience, such as what Eric talks about in his book with him being a, a, a patrolman, 
and uh, graduating or being promoted up to the rank of captain, that he was in charge of many men under him. And he was in the front lines. And he always was oriented to try to get a good meal, which he thought he could get at fast food uh, uh, venues. And over the years, uh, his body began to uh, show the results of him not having an optimum diet. And we're suffering from that overall throughout our community, through all ethnicities. So the, the name of my show, the title of my, of my show is Grassroots Holistic Health. And what the intention is is that we, from a grassroots level, have to go back to a holistic way of living, especially in terms of our diet. So I'm just so happy. I feel blessed. I'm humbled for the fact that, indeed, I'm able to share this. Because as you, uh, Eric, uh, states that uh, in addition to what happens to you physically, that you're able to feel better emotionally and spiritually. Uh, he states that he started to delve into plant-based diet and was coming up with a different articles about veganism and animal torture and animal rights. And he started to see what, that when you're eating the soul of a living being, you're also internalizing all the trauma when that animal is killed in front of another animal that trauma goes through its body. And needless to say, those of us of African descent, we've had passed on from generation to generation to generation the trauma of uh, our early ancestors who were brought from Africa and, and brought to this, this, this uh, side of the world, this country, as slaves. It was a, the most traumatizing uh, a, a, a condition that you can ever imagine. And to compound that, to just exacerbate that psychological and emotional and spiritual trauma, we're not eating, having a diet, and internalizing those animals, those beings. They're salient beings that we are conditioned to eat at random who have trauma, have gone through a certain trauma before they were killed. Uh, I read some years ago that adrenaline is released in their bloodstream. Now... We've, and I also heard the, the uh, reasoning that, indeed, one of the healthy things that some religions do, such as in the Jewish community, when they uh, treat the animal uh, before killing it and taking its life, they pray to the animal for forgiveness. And then after that, they hang the animal up so that the blood is drained out. So there's this called koshering. And in the Islamic community... They have the word halal, which is the same culturing, culturing the meat. Mm -hmm. So they're draining the blood out. Now, I remember years back, people used to go to a restaurant, and they wanted uh, 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 a T-bone steak rare. Mm. What rare means was that the blood was showing. Eating the blood. Eating the blood of that animal. And it's supposed to taste good. And it's supposed to taste good. So there's something wrong with that picture. There's something wrong with that reasoning. And what we were led to do is just to think that, oh, if we, if, we, if we covered it, smothered it with salt and pepper and hot sauce and other condiments, that would take away the, the smell, that would take away the bad taste. And it cetera, might, but it won't take away the spiritual effects or Absolutely. the health effects. Absolutely. And the cumulative negative emotional effects. The negative karma. Negative karma. So we wonder why in our family... We, we have arguments, we have disputes, then indeed, not just arguments, just fast forward to 2021, 
there is no uh, uh, ironing out disputes in terms of word or even have what they used to call a fair one, a fist fight. No. People, people are killing one another. And we have to do what is necessary so that can be reversed. We have to get to the point that love, L-O-V-E, resonates through our psyche. When we look at each other, uh, there's an expression I learned uh, during the late 80s when I became a vegetarian, and uh, I would go back and forth, but I've been ongoing a consistent vegetarian for over 35 years. Um, but the word I learned after delving into the Eastern philosophy was the word namaste. And namaste, it, gets, it, it reminded me of the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. But namaste, actually, the translation is the divinity in me honors and respects the divinity in you. And there's so much to say about that. And that shouldn't be just from one human being to another, but from one living being to another being, such as a human being that eats an animal, a, 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 a four-legged uh, third, you know, the lower self-awareness being that actually has emotions, has feelings. We should honor that being with love. And of course we should honor each other with the utmost of love and not have this reserved for family and friends. But anyone that comes into your into your uh, your sphere, that you should think loving thoughts. And that means that goes a, a long way. And may I say also, as you give, it comes back to you. As you send out energy, that energy bounces back to you. So you find yourself feeling good. That's why it says it's better to serve than to take. As you give, as you donate, as you give in charity, you feel better emotionally, and, and that karma comes back to you. So I'm just so thrilled that indeed we were able to have this show today and to touch upon areas such as uh, the book Healthy at Last, as written by Brother Eric Adams. It's really uh, a, a, a godsend that we have at this moment, uh, after going through over a year and a half of the pandemic, that we are now able to make a difference in each other's lives, especially in a city such as New York City, for us to have leadership that's uh, centered around one of the most, if not the most important thing, is, and that is how to eat to live. As a matter of fact, that's a book that I reviewed. You can feel free to go to uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash grassroots holistic health, and you will find in my archives uh, over uh, uh, 100 shows that I've done within the last eight years, eight plus years. And um, I'm sure that you will be very pleased as you uh, go through that uh, directory uh, of, of shows that I've done. I'm going to take a short pause right now. We're about to end the show uh, very soon. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Hold on for a sec.
Thank you so much again. Um, we're having a lot of fun here uh, doing this show, and we play drums, we dance, and and sing, and play the shakeray. And this really relates to the fact that we are blessed as people of African descent to be able to grow, especially in terms of how to uh, feed our bodies so that we can maintain our health, mind, body, and spirit. So, again, I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in, and we will be returning next Sunday at 6.30 and sharing more with you about how to eat to live and reviewing other books and also having guests such as uh, we hope to soon have uh, Brother Eric Adams on our show. I'm going to put that out there in prayer and, and, and affirmation. And I'm so happy that, indeed, my uh, favorite guest, my dear wife, Dr. Dora Gray, was able to sit here next to me and contribute her wisdom and her love. So, again, as I begin, I end by thanking the Most High, by thanking all of the, the uh, elders, all of the ancestors, my siblings, all of my family, friends, and even those who may not be my friends, I send them love and forgiveness. And I hope that you enjoyed the show, and uh, please spread the word. And, of course, please do not hesitate to visit my website, which is drumsofchange.com. Again, that's drumsofchange.com. Talk to you soon. Peace and love.